The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Delta. At Delta Airlines, we're committed to donating 1% of our net profits to charities around the world. For more information about Delta, visit Delta.com. Good morning. I'm Allison Michaels with The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, August 15th. James is on vacation this week, but I'll be here instead with the day's top headlines. Number one. With just 84 days before the general election, primary voters cast ballots in four states Tuesday to choose candidates for governor and other state offices amid heated campaigns for the U.S. House and Senate. As Republicans doubled down on their commitment to Trump, Democrats continued their pattern of nominating glass ceiling breakers by selecting a transgender woman as their candidate for governor in Vermont, a black woman for a House seat in Connecticut, and a Muslim woman for another congressional seat in Minnesota. If elected in November, Christine Halquist, a former utility company executive, would be the first transgender governor of any state. And Johanna Hayes, a former National Teacher of the Year, would be the first black woman to represent New England in the House. Ilan Omar, a Somali-American in Minnesota, is now positioned to be one of two Muslim women elected to the House this fall, along with Rashida Tlaib, who was nominated for a Democratic-leaning seat in Michigan last week. Minnesota's Jeff Johnson is projected to have defeated Tim Pawlenty, a former governor who was critical of Donald Trump in 2016. The upset was a sign of the president's rising control over the Republican Party electorate. Number two. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders said Tuesday that she couldn't guarantee that the American people will never hear President Trump uttering the N-word on an audio recording. The briefing by Sanders came after Trump referred to his former advisor, Omarosa Manigal Newman, as, quote, that dog in a morning tweet. Manigal Newman is a former reality television star and was the highest ranking black employee in the White House. In his tweet earlier Tuesday, Trump praised his chief of staff, John Kelly, for firing Manigal Newman last year. Trump's tweet calling Manigal Newman a dog came shortly after she appeared on CBS this morning and released a new recording. That recording is purportedly of a discussion in October 2016 among campaign aides about how to handle a tape on which Trump is said to have used the N-word. In tweets Monday night, Trump denied ever using, quote, such a terrible and disgusting word, and his aides have denied having strategized about how to contain the damage if such a tape surfaced. Manigal Newman has said she heard the tape of Trump using the term, which she said dates from his years hosting the NBC reality show The Apprentice. Also Tuesday, President Trump's campaign has filed an arbitration action against Manigal Newman, alleging that the former White House aide has broken a 2016 confidentiality agreement. Number three. President Trump and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell are leading a lower-key yet deeply consequential charge to remake the entire federal judiciary. The Senate will return Wednesday from an abbreviated summer recess to confirm two more federal appeals court judges by the end of the week. That would come on top of a record-breaking string of confirmations. The Senate already has installed 24 appellate judges since Trump was sworn in, the highest number for a president's first two years in office. There are 179 judgeships for the U.S. Court of Appeals. With 24 confirmations and 13 vacancies to fill, Trump and the Republicans have the power to install more than 20 percent of the judges on the nation's second highest courts. The Senate's rapid approval of appellate judges is likely to have its own broad impact on the nation. The 13 courts will shape decisions on immigration, voting rights, abortion and the environment for generations. Trump's election enabled McConnell to cement a legacy of judicial confirmations that is likely to be felt long after the two men leave office. 
And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, August 15th. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Allison Michaels, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hold up. 